0: Welcome, everybody, to the Pixel Classroom Podcast. I am your host, Ryan Reed. Here, we'll talk about everything from education to passion, innovation, X-Factor, pop culture, entrepreneurship, and more. And if you like what you hear, please think of subscribing to us. We would love to have you continue listening and supporting the Pixel Classroom Podcast. And now, let's get to today's episode. Hello everybody and welcome to season 4 of the Pixel Classroom podcast. I hope everybody's doing great. I mean, it's hard to believe as um as we get ready to uh, wrap up summer and the fact that the new school year is coming, um, the fact is, you know, this episode airing here, though I'm recording on July 31st, will be airing tomorrow on the first. Uh, I'll be starting school in about two weeks. Hard to believe here, so I decided to uh, kick season four off with uh, kind of the old classic: "How was the summer of 2022 for the family and I and a few other things and some things I'm excited about coming up here, as well as talk about a new uh, weekly segment." I'm going to be that was uh, inspired by uh, John Meehan with a hint of George Chorus there. So let's give the shouts to them, of course. <laughs> That's right. It's back. So, summer of 2022. So, as many people know, I uh, completed my I completed my uh, five-year or of year of uh, Meridian 223 High School. I decided to take a position here in my own backyard here at Genoa Kingston 424 Schools, which is, uh, as of tomorrow, I'm actually going to be walking into the into my new classroom to get the layout and start planning out uh, things for the new semester. And I'll talk about those a little later here. But uh, yeah, so one thing I uh, promised myself in 2022 is uh, things went away, mask mandates went away, even though we've had COVID back and forth. I mean, right now here in Calm County, it's up again, so I uh, make sure I throw my N95 in specific areas um, where I know it kind of be high concentration too. Because yeah, I I, I got uh, Omicron back in January, and I do not recommend COVID at all i was vaccinated luckily and it uh, luckily only turned into about a little about a week a little issues but it did take me a couple of weeks to recover so believe it or not as much as you want to say long COVID is a thing um but i'm doing much better now and very healthy and uh, so far everything's good though i do not want to be getting it again anytime soon on that note um yeah so Uh, Something I said I would do more would be traveling in 2022. So believe it or not, Melissa and I, just uh, the two of us um, headed out to uh, uh, Florida. We were down in Long Rose, uh, Florida there, which is about 30 minutes from Orlando. We were staying with a friend of hers uh, and her husband and family. And it was, it was a great time. I mean, we went to Disney, we went to uh, Hollywood studios. We walked to Epcot. Yeah. We actually walked the riverfront over to uh, Epcot through boardwalk and everything. And course it was probably one of the hottest days that week in Florida luckily the weather kind of went back and forth between very hot to nice and warm as some people seem to like Florida about but it was a it was a great time I mean we we, we enjoyed ourselves we got to really hit up Disney we got to do the Guardians of the Galaxy ride oh that thing was fantastic but uh, some people don't seem to understand as newer rides uh, at amusement parks and places like Disney or Six Flags get to those rides as soon as possible. We had the, we had the uh, fast pass, thanks to my uh, sister-in-law and brother-in-law since they've been there so many times and they have the club and everything else too. But the ride broke down when we were about 30 feet from getting to the, uh, roller coaster part of the ride and we actually sat there for about 45 minutes with everybody i mean they were gonna get it back up in order i mean if worse came to worse they were gonna you know had emergency accidents but they got it, they got it going after 45 minutes and it, w- it was fantastic it, it was great it was it was like space mountain meets you know like guardians of the galaxy meets uh, some classic music it, it was just a fun time it really used some great things with the whole cast there i'm looking very forward to uh guardians of the galaxy volume three next year but uh it was a great ride but we got to do a lot of stuff with that we got to hit all the parts. We went to Toy Story Lab. I got to go Star Wars. Know, um, rise the resistance. We got the pilot, the Millennium Falcon. Melissa was the main pilot, and I was the co pilot, and then you're with two other people, and it's it's a lot of fun. But it, those controls just take a while. And as much as I loved hearing uh, <laughs> Jim Cummings' voice coming out of uh, Arno, you know, Hondo the uh, pi- pirate there, but uh, it, it was it was pretty cool. Um, got to see all the ones, got some pictures with the stormtroopers and some of the other characters. It was a lot of fun. I haven't been to Disney since 2004, and it was just a fantastic time um and we just gotta do it and we did get hit by a severe weather storm out there on a saturday which was good because you know you do things like disney and which we did on a friday we needed to like recover there so like saturday we kind of recovered from everything else and uh where the storm was going and then uh, we did some other things too we had some uh, nice little places Uh, uh, this great brewery had these great tacos next thing was fantastic got to go to the Acme uh, comic store which is a huge huge comic and toys collectible place I ended up finding a Funko Pop of Grimlock classic Grimlock from Transformers but there was just so much there I mean seriously you there's there's a picture of Melissa trying to tear me away from one of the displays which was the Star Trek display but it was just like wow it was it's just huge huge comic store and it just was amazing i've I definitely got to go there too because <laughs> the problem when you're on vacation like that you can't you only can pack so much <laughs> in a suitcase on the plane <laughs> so uh if we were going to be getting anything else uh, that was not big enough Small enough, I should say, to fit in the suitcases. I was going to have to mail those out <laughs> as much as I got my summer payout from school. It was going to be really expensive. But uh, we got to go to SeaWorld a couple of days later. We got to do some more of the sites. We had some nice walks out, some great places to eat. It was a great time. Melissa and I really, really had a fantastic time. And then a few weeks later, um, we packed up uh, Tyler with us and uh, two of his friends. And we, the five of us and the dog and Willow went with us, too. We went over to... uh, uh Melissa's aunt and uncle's a uh, little beach house condo in Michigan City, Indiana. It's uh, it's called Michigan City. It's actually right there on Lake Michigan. But it was a beautiful few days there. We just loved it. Got the, the boys wanted to be at the beach almost every single day, and we did that. We hit up some places. We finally got to go to Beachside Pizza, which is this uh, this nice little kind of like uh, as they say, hole in the wall pizza place. It's been around for years, and it's had different owners and everything else too. And they had this great six dollar um, um pizza special where you get two slices and these are big slices of pizza guys just so you know, and a drink and oh man they were for six bucks and we did that and we of course hit up our uh favorite ice cream place bubbles ice creamery which is on the way out of michigan city before you hit the uh, highway to head back to illinois and oh man just everybody the boys loved it um the dog loved it it was so great we had a fantastic time it was really nice to uh rest um during his time really kind of enjoy ourselves but i had a little bit of work uh, both in florida and michigan city i i finished up my instructional coach classes um I'm, my, my finals are of course tuesday and wednesday I'm, presenting my finals. So uh, let's, let's uh, knock on wood though. I have an A in both classes, but I, I did work well with things. It was really nice um, where I got to work on those on my own time. I, you know, it was kind of nice to, you know, do it in Florida or do it over on the side by the pool or just do it off the side, the uh, view area, at the condo. It was really relaxing. I got a lot of work done there too. Everybody else was kind of doing their own thing and it was really nice. Uh, one thing I love about, you know, virtual classes is how we can do that and more reasons. Also gave me some ideas to work with, uh, some things online. I also discovered a new program called yellow dig, which was a kind of, it's kind of a community area. It's kind of like the digital classroom. It's kind of like Google classroom meets, um, kind of a kind of a discord kind of piece because it's all on certain servers and everything you can post responses do emojis videos and you can set up grades and assignment dates with it. it's really nice uh, we were using a lot of blackboard too for web courses but i, I really liked yellow dig it, it is a paid program if anybody's looking into it for their community colleges or high school i really like it like i said it's set up like discord um, you can do responses you can set up character limits for the grades point systems how many they can get by a certain week it's really 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 nice um I, I really like it like i said and you can keep it like i said on its own system under yellow dig community so that way it's set up there you don't have to really worry about hackers or people from other classrooms you send the invite to the uh, to your students and they do the link and they just confirm the emails they have stored so it has an extra workaround but it's nice that you can do that double two-step verification so you don't really get hackers or people on there and it's its own learning community so it's really nice so yellow dig and i'll throw a, throw a little, be in the show notes here. Um, otherwise, yeah. Um, otherwise I, you know, I, I packed up my classroom for the first time, you know, five years uh, officially leaving Mer, uh, Meridian 223 here uh, with Dr. Uh, PJ Capozzi. And if you, uh, listen to the Inspire podcast, and a couple other things, he's been a guest on there. I'll leave a show note for him too. But, uh, I definitely want to thank PJ and uh, Leslie Showers and, um, Jeff Volts for, uh, everything they did for me there administration, as well as everybody else from the staff there from, uh, Kathy Murphy to, uh, um, mm bill pulaski and scott remford and everybody else and of course my good friend uh, kelly gale their former classmate of mine and we got to uh you know we worked in two different schools we really got to really do a great time i taught all our kids of our oldest so um it it was a really great uh time there but i did my last pd with them doing the canva classroom uh in july and that was kind of my final farewell to uh uh, everybody's staff a lot more sad to see me going and i uh dropped off my uh computer which i really like that laptop so um it, it was a good wrap up but pretty much i spent majority of june and july kind of nothing i would i did read a lot of books though and i'll talk about that in uh, uh next episode i should say uh two episodes from now because i'll be doing this uh other feature which i'll talk about shortly on my uh, summer reading but um yeah, it was, uh, it was quite the uh, end of everything else, too. So when I uh, I left and I actually saw my, uh, I saw P.J. Capozzi just as we did, which was really funny. He goes, Dr. I go, Dr. Capozzi. And we had a wonderful little final chat with each other. And then we kind of walked away and he said, bye, Ryan. I said, bye, P.J. And we kind of had that kind of end, too. But, um, yeah, it's a pretty, pretty, uh, it was very bittersweet, you know, after, I mean, I spent five years there. I was hired two weeks before the school year started, which is ironic since I got two weeks before this school year starts. Um, but like I said, it, it was just it was multiple pieces. Um, I, I kind of had made a decision pretty much in uh, early October uh, last year that I probably was not going to stay around. I wasn't going to leave if there was no job to do it. But I did think back then that I was probably not going to return because um, of various, various things. I was just very I was feeling burnt out. Um, and you can throw a bunch of stuff in there. It can be from things for the community. It could be um, things from Politics, everything. It it was just so much. The drive, especially as we you know gas prices went up. Um, but it it was just so much. And I just did not see myself there. I remember talking to my uh coworkers saying, like, well, what's the big thing? I said it doesn't feel like home anymore. You know, you know, we always talk about how places feel like home. And there's a point where you feel like you leave home, but you always feel like you can always come back to it. It's like when I go see my parents in Sycamore in mean, a twelve minute drive, it's always you know it always feels like I'm kind of coming home but at the same time is I feel like I outgrew that home. I didn't outgrow Sycamore. I still love sycamore to this day. <laughs> I really do I, I always love going to sycamore, um especially when I'm with uh Melissa and Tyler or even the dog and we're going around town doing things and it it just feels you know like like as I say the your old haunts, but the, the the haunts of good memories of things um times gone by and so forth those those some sadness um you know, of recording this i was thinking of my friend chris long who passed away a few years ago uh, i was thinking of my friend matt when i was uh, Lindsay lindsey when i was walking by the fire station last week because you know he passed away from complications and he was in the volunteer firefighter honoraries and just some areas I went by my old grade school went by my old church and it, it just you know a lot, a lot of things just kind of come flowing back but a lot of it was smiles than tears so that's that was a good thing about that but it, it, it's amazing how much has changed and some things have not changed some I've walked by a couple houses and even though they have new paints or new siding and new owners I said I remember this house and days I walked by it so it, it, it was it was good memories it was good memories but uh on all that too I you know I had some other things too I mean I had to uh, go through some uh changes for a few things uh my mother um sadly had a minor stroke uh while I was uh I guess before I came back to Florida she's doing very good though she's still driving and everything else. But that was, that was a really scary time there. And, um, my little sister, Leslie, um, she's expecting a baby in December. I'm very happy for her. And he's, I, I don't know if it's he or she, we don't know, but it's due December 23rd. And she was saying to his like, Oh, maybe it might be born on Tyler's birthday. And Tyler went, really? I'd have a cousin on my birthday. That that's funny, <laughs> but, um, I'm really happy for her and Stan, um, for baby Stanley as it is. So her and uh, Everything else too, though. Um, like I said, some things also hit us kind of like um financially. I got some things done, I finally got the house all painted and a bunch of other things too. But um, um I'm probably not going to be traveling much more here due to various reasons, so I'm gonna kind of miss out on a lot of stuff down for them. But I'm very happy for them. So if they're hit listening, I love you, I love you all. So I know how you know I can't wait to see the new my new niece or nephew. And speaking of my nieces and nephews, my uh, my nephew nick graduated from college he made it Woo, woo, woo. Yeah. not that i ever had any doubts that he was ever going to graduate trust me i i'm very proud of Nicky boy and my cousin zach's doing very i mean my nephew zach's doing very good with his job and my niece uh, emma got to go to france for the summer so if she's doing that it's hard to believe yeah <sighs> it's hard I, it's hard to believe my look my, my my emma bean is 21 and my uh, other niece uh he is going to be 19 here in another, uh, week. It's, it's hard to believe that they're all grown up and kind of moved on to their own lives. And I'm very proud of all of them, but you know, time moves on. I mean, Tyler's going to start middle school here in a couple weeks. He's going to do his STEM summer classes tomorrow but at the same time, I, I have a sixth grade. I know some people are like, well, you know, yeah, it's sixth grade, 11, 12. You start those areas, those early preteen years to teen years, but you know, it's kind of shocking. I mean, I don't think you're really prepared for it. I mean, we always talk about it and it kind of sneaks up on you as people say, I mean, it's hard to believe my son's going to be a teenager in about a year He's you middle school and what is, you know, ADHD and his you know, um, sensory issues. It's gonna, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for the best here, but I'm pretty sure there'll be some changes. He's gonna uh, switch classes and Tyler doesn't like change or anything, but, um, it's, it's, it's hard to believe that, yeah, you know, he's uh, starting middle school here and I have a few friends there, kids are start going to be seniors, which I can't believe are too, because I remember when they were all born. So it's kind of thrown out to me, but you know, as I say, you know, time, time moves forward and, you know, we got to move forward with it. Uh, we got to, you know, accept change and move on. So it's, it's pieces like that. But, um yeah it's uh it's it, it's it's been quite the summer here uh some amazing pieces here too i know it's still a couple weeks left here but yeah it's uh it's been a pretty memorable summer you know ups and downs um uh, believe it or not you actually even hit the movies a couple of times too i think it's the most i've seen summer movies in quite a couple of years but uh top gun oh yeah that was a good movie and uh you know seeing but and seeing light year was a really good movie too i mean i know some people weren't a thing but it, it was a good movie so you know i'll, I'll give props to those films. There's the summer hits, but you know, pretty good there. But, um, let's stop talking about that and, uh, move on to the next piece, which is about my new weekly, um, part of here on the podcast, which is going to be as I, as, as I walk home, um, even though, um, most likely, uh, it might not be walking every single day, but yeah, I was inspired by John Meehan of this from, you know, adrenaline rush. And, um, also, um, George Chorus's mindset Mondays, but uh, I thought it would be really cool because you see, um, from my house to the main entrance of the high school, which I'll be working at GK. Also the side entrance where my classroom is, um, is about a 10 to 12 minute walk, depending on, you know, the weather and distraction and whatnot. But I thought this would be a really cool way to start kind of reflecting on the week. I'm actually recording my first one tomorrow. Cause tomorrow is my first day in my classrooms. I'm playing, uh, some planning with my uh, coworker and uh, just kind of getting that ball rolling right now. I'm actually doing some lesson plans uh, on the computer on the side here, but yeah, I thought it'd be a kind of a cool little piece to, you know, record on my way there, you know, uh, record on my phone as I walk, walk my way over here, go past the football field, down the little bike path, which has got nice, uh, it's new uh, coding and everything. But I thought it'd be really cool to start reflecting on the week and, you know, the good and the bad of it. So it, it's I think it's gonna be kind of a fun little thing to do here. Also, kind of works really well too because believe it or not, as we know here, and I don't try to do it, but sometimes I'll get weeks where I don't really have anything going on in the podcast, reviews, talk, uh, reflection, guests, or anything. But I thought it'd be a really cool little thing. And the plan is to have those air um, Friday, uh, Friday as soon as I get everything edited, or first thing Saturday. So those are gonna be console. It's gonna be called as I walk home though like i said uh, i live in illinois and despite uh, being very warm today and hot the rest of this week yeah we know we can get sub-zero where it's not really safe to do it so uh and as i walk home we'll probably have some episodes too where i'm like either in my classroom re- uh reflecting the week or as i you know drive home in the car call those really small bite-sized episodes because me to the car depending on traffic is two minutes seriously it takes me about two minutes to drive from the school and back depending on the uh traffic right there on 72 i mean if there's no cars coming it's pretty much a quick right and then a few feet past the uh cogs logo and then turn right into my subdivision and then head on home so uh yeah i'm looking really forward to it like i said i'm gonna do one tomorrow It'll be my very first one i'm gonna be doing here i'm um, gonna do it uh after after the day and after everything gets set up and also gives me a little chance to really check the sound bites on my phone because i'm just gonna direct directly to anchor here and see how that sounds but yeah it's called as i walk home so expect those pretty much weekly uh maybe there'll be a little uh pause between like major um you know uh, holidays like thanksgiving or uh christmas or um spring break but yeah i'm, I'm re- really looking forward to those two and uh speaking of the season here so uh after this episode airs and you'll have my first as i walk home i'm going to do my summer book review i read a lot of books in fact i just finished uh, edgy protocols uh social studies edition which oh man i got some good stuff i'm really hitting hard on the edgy protocols this year um something that's always been a thing with my classroom is um, I, I've, I've been a big person of blended, but i kind of went from trying to you know handhold hold all students to recording all my stuff but i kind of lost things along the way i mean some of my classes like when i was doing consumer ed and business basics or marketing you know the first 15 20 minutes we do interactive like with Pear deck and then i would let them loose do a Nearpod or an ed puzzle and then they would just work time and i would answer questions and as time kind of went on this past year especially my multimedia and um, uh, intro to computers classes I kind of felt like it gave, I don't want to say too much freedom to the kids, but it just left things too open for them to really, um, ignore work. I mean, really, it, 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 I mean, they weren't learning anything. They would try to find a way to play games or try to watch a video that was not my video. And then they'd be behind and grades or then, you know, emails and phone calls from parents and it just turned into mess. And I wanted to start doing more interactive and i I, I did that, especially with marketing. I really love doing that with marketing. But my multimedia and intro to computers classes and um, even my you know computer programming classes lost that. I, I really found a way to really do computer programming really well with the wrap ups with Gimkit. I did use edgy protocols with that. Interactive, the, the STEM days, the robotics leading to the cardboard arcade. That worked really, really well. And I kind of said to myself, if I'm switching schools, And I get complete control over the multimedia classes because I'm also going to have multimedia too. And I'm going to be doing consumer economics now. We're using next generation personal finance and curriculum, which I've been using too. And my other stuff, I think this is a time where I need to get back to that personal connection and interaction with with my students. Because I know that's when they learn the most. It's engagement. It's fun. It's not going to be perfect. I mean sometimes you get 100% engagement with every single class and sometimes if you can hit 97% you're really happy. Cuz as we know everybody learns differently, everybody has a different motivation, but I really wanted to start getting into that. So I'm really changing as a new school to change the curriculum just a little bit. Uh, mostly in my digital literacy, which is the version of intro to computers, my multimedia classes to get more of that beginning. I'm almost like the bell ringer. But it's going to be interactive, we're going to go over things We're going to, I'm going to be using Nearpod hugely um, because we won't be doing paired up, but I have Nearpod and we got the premium and we use Nearpod lessons. And that's really going to be my interactive, but I'm going to use a lot of the edgy protocols from thin slices, thin slides to cyber sandwiches to uh, my frayer cards. But I'm really going to really put in that interaction at the beginning of class before we start, I start turning, you know, releasing students to start doing this stuff. And then of course do our review days with, you know, at the end of class with GimKit and quizzes and Kahoot and then do my debriefings, my mini quizzes, and then go from there. But I feel like this will balance the classes a lot better. And hopefully my walk homes will do this in the first couple of weeks, I can talk about this. But it it's really time I get back to more of that beginning interaction instead of saying, all right, attendance is done. Here's the agenda now. Um, guys, get jump on your computers, Chromebooks, and I'm just gonna walk around or I'm gonna sit down and grade things. Yeah, I, I start losing engagement. Um, it just is. I mean, I love it because it's it's fat, it gives me more time to inter, uh, check lessons. We have less homework. Because um, as we know, I am not a lecturer. I am not a homework teacher. But I need to get back into having the students a little bit more engaged, as well as try not, as they say, take the easy way out. In the last couple of years, especially when COVID happened, I took that blended video lessening uh, a little too far at times. And I didn't get lazy but I got so stuck in that comfort zone I didn't see what it was doing to my lessons and I want to get back to that interaction of having the engagement as well as really balancing time of class I mean the way I'm doing things with Canva and Nearpod and my these new classes is this is the time to do it so I'm really going to be hitting that a lot harder and that's a little bit more what led to the as I walk home from work take a little breather there cuz uh allergies are bothering me um but yeah that that that's really what it is this summer was a summer to relax um it was also a summer to really look at was important i really focused on the family and the house like i said we got some new equipment finally our stove finally arrived after 6 months um i got the ceilings all painted we redid a couple of the rooms um, I I spent more time with the family I mean especially with my my parents and Melissa's parents it, it, it was a good time for that but it was also time to start kind of trying to recharge because despite everything happened the 2021 2022 school year was, honestly, a lot more exhausting and at times worse than the 2020, 2021 school year was. Because as they say, we were trying to build the plane by flying it and too much was going on. I mean, still there's too much stuff going on, but it was a year where I think all of us drained ourselves. We saw so many people retire, quit teaching or administration, and just it it really got hard. And, you know, it, it, it just felt like this was a good time for me as well, to you know, switch schools, but also to really look at my lessons and my curriculum and say, you know what? this isn't working or I've gotten far away from this and I don't like it. Um, you know, as they say, what is your eight year old self and your 80 year old self gonna say? And right now I think my 80 year old self would say, Ryan, you became one of those teachers you didn't like who just said, well, I've been teaching this many years and I've been teaching 12 years uh, and I'm just gonna do what's so easy for me. And hey, if the kids learn great, if they fail, oh well, move on with our lives. But I did not like that person. And it was really, this has really given me a good opportunity to really look at that. Same thing with the podcasting. I'm really p- pushing hard to get the student podcasting and the creativity into it. Um, um, the teacher who is taking my place at Stillman, Ryan Bounds, he said himself, we have to get students to be more producers than consumers. And I agree. It's time to have the students start producing more of their own designs, their own creativity, looking at, you know, their entrepreneurships, but also really getting their voice into things, which I've always been a big thing. That's why my uh, current donors chooses for a uh, podcasting system for the students in the school. And I really just looked at, I really want to get back to that personal stake in the students instead of just, you know, recording my lessons on a weekend or at night or during planning periods. And I get two planning periods this year. <laughs> To really just get back to what really matters most in those students lives these are all new students for me and believe it or not i do know a good majority of the kids because i've known them since they were little or they are my neighbors kids so i i i have a more personal stake in the community and something i learned in my instructional classes was how much community really matters to them and to the students and to the school as a whole and that's really what i'm going to get into I, i did it a bit at stillman and I'm really kind of get into that community involvement now with the students more. So I'm really, really, uh, putting myself into this, this first year. Um, I am taking a little bit more cautiously, but I'm also trying to be a little bit more relaxing as Melissa says, don't get too worked up about it. And I agree with her. So that's what I'm doing this school year. And I'm hoping everybody's going to come along with, uh, me in that journey, especially with the, as I walk home reflections during the week. And like I said, I'll do my first one tomorrow. Um, uh, then I'll be live on Friday. Um, this episode's airing tomorrow, August first. This is July thirty-first, end of uh, end of July. So, um, I want to thank everybody who's listened to me so far. Um, these last four seasons. Um, I got some great things coming up and I'm hoping uh, everybody will still continue to enjoy uh, what they get here, the Pixel Classroom podcast. We got a lot more pieces coming out. Um, got some guests. I already got two lined up here for September. I'm hopefully going to have a really good one here in about a couple of weeks here. I'll keep people posted on that. Um, I would like to get to the live feeds too. And now they have a new system here. We could do live feed straight to anchor. or I could do stream here, but I I think I'll go with the free services first and just test the waters with that. But, um, thanks for everyone being here. Um, it was a really good summer despite some, uh, sadness and, uh, some things I could not control. But like I said, we only can control our reaction to things and that, uh, what happens to us, um, because we have no control over that. We just, uh, you know, got to make a difference in our lives and be our own advocates at times. So, uh, thank you everybody for listening to the pixel classroom podcast, and I will see everybody soon. we Thank you for joining us in today's episode of the Pixel Classroom Podcast. Remember, you can find us on our, our social media pieces here, right here in the show notes and the episode descriptions. If you like what you hear, please think of subscribing to us on the various networks of your favorite listening for podcasts. I hope to join you again next time for the Pixel Classroom Podcast.